Welcome to Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 260, meaning we're reading Jeremiah chapter 5 and 6, and then also doing 1 Timothy chapter 3 and 4. First, our Old Testament reading. Well, if God would have spared Sodom and Gomorrah if he had found 10 righteous people, he would have settled to spare Jerusalem if he had just found one. Yet Jeremiah could not find one, not even among the great men who were spiritual leaders in the city. We should never underestimate the importance of one person living wholly for the Lord. Perhaps we can be that one person in our workplace, in our study place, even in our home. It's incredibly important to stand for the Lord, even when those around us are not. The eyes of the Lord searched his people to see who was faithful to him and his word. They were looking to God or to a higher power, but they were never seeing God because the eyes of the spiritual leaders were blind to God and what God was doing. They were also blind to the judgment about the fall of the nations. And that's the issue, is that when you have unfaithful leaders, they can't see what is wrong. They can't see what is right because they've been entirely blinded by their own pride or their own sin. As we move into Jeremiah 6, the prophet saw the invasion coming and warned the people, but they would not listen to him. The delicate woman, that being Jerusalem, would be ruined, and the sun was going to go down, and the harvest of sin would be reaped. Jeremiah was warning the people of God, as they have been warned countless times through the generations, that they are to live for God, or they will face the punishment and judgment and wrath of God for their unfaithfulness. Jeremiah saw the sickness and wounds of the nation and pointed to God as their only source of healing. Jeremiah saw the people wondering which way they should go and how they should correct themselves and he once again pointed to the guide that being God. You see, the answer to unfaithfulness is not the world's best answers or the guru on peace. The answers to the questions and to our issues in life will always come from God. And so that is our challenge and really our encouragement today, that if we are struggling to live the life that God has set before us, if we have sin in our lives or we're finding ourselves blinded by our sin or our own pride, then we are to go to God because it's in God and in the Holy Spirit that we'll find our answers and have security for the future because God is in control of all things. As we head into our New Testament reading, we find in 1 Timothy 3 how incredibly important it is for church leaders to be above reproach. We have multiple things here that should be in a leader's life, attributes and characteristics that should be evident, but it ultimately all stands and falls on one, being above reproach, having nothing that could be put against you, nothing said against you, nothing shown against you. Because being above reproach is to say that you are the Lord's man, the Lord's woman, and that your life is entirely dedicated to that. Now, we're not necessarily saying that every leader has to be absolutely perfect, because really, that's not possible. What we're saying is the attitude of the leader is to be willing to live a life wholly for Christ, and when they get things wrong, that they would quickly swiftly go to God, seek forgiveness, repent from what they've done and seek to live that holy above reproach life. Now there is an order to leadership here. We have elders and we have deacons. Elders is a male orientated role with a specific focus on teaching. Deacons are both male and female with a specific approach on practical. Now, interestingly, once uh, Paul has told Timothy all of these things about how the leadership of the church should be set out, he spends chapter four looking at Timothy himself and the types of behaviours that should be seen in Timothy. 
So we have pastor, we have elder, we have deacon, all to be above reproach, all to serve God and all to be quick to repent from sin and to seek to live for Christ wholly. Here's my question for us today. No matter what church you're in, look at 1 Timothy 3 and 4. Is it evident in your church leadership? Is it evident in your elders and your deacons and your pastors? If it's not evident, pray for your leaders. More than that, seek to help them to be above reproach. But most importantly, if you are a leader listening unto this devotion, if you are an elder deacon pastor, you have a biblical mandate to be above reproach to be able to serve the church. If you are not being above reproach, if you do not serve your household well, if you do not serve the community well, if you do not serve well through Bible teaching and pastoral care, then you should not be a church leader. It is that clear in the passage. And so today I want to finish by praying for church leaders. Clearly I am one, but there are many church leaders around the city, around our country and around the world. And we should pray for them so that they would show and be an example of 1 Timothy 3. So let's pray for them. Father, we do indeed pray for elders, deacons, pastors, church leaders. Father, we pray that they would be above reproach, that the characteristics that are listed would be shown in their lives, that they would love their family, love their community and serve you wholeheartedly. Father, we pray that they would stand on truth, that they would be willing to stake their entire ministry on you. And Father, we pray that they would actively seek to intake the Bible, actively seek to intake Jesus, actively seek to live out a holy life so that we can look to our church leaders as great examples of what it means to serve the holy God. So Father, we pray this in your name. Amen.